0: Hey there, I'm Lauren and you're listening to the Podcast Manager Show, a podcast for podcast managers. Each week we cover the technical and tactical aspects of running a profitable podcast manager business. With over 90,000 new shows starting each month, podcast managers are in demand. I mean, in demand. And I'm here to help you land your dream clients while reaching your monthly income goals without working like crazy. Are you ready? Let's get to today's episode. Hey there, welcome to this episode of the Podcast Manager Show. I'm so glad that you guys made it. I'm your host, Lauren. And in today's episode, we're going to talk about the changes that I recommend you making to your packages in 2024. So this is actually a topic that we're going to be diving into in a deeper way at our first live event. We're doing a in-person live event for our podcast manager program students in March. I am so excited, and it's one hundred percent on my mind. But I wanted to bring this topic to the podcast because just a couple of weeks ago we talked about what a standard podcast management package looks like. So if you aren't familiar with what really podcast management is in that sense. Listen to that episode for sure because today I'm going to dive into some of the nuances and tweaks that I would make to your package to really offer a great service in 2024. Let's be honest, things are always changing and things have changed a lot in the online business world and podcasting world since I first started in 2018. So we want to stay up to date and relevant so that the service that we're offering is not only competitive, but really is a great service for our clients. So let's go through some of the changes that I would recommend you make to your package. Number one, let's start from the top with editing. Are there really any changes that you should make to your editing service? I don't really think so. And I'm a little bit surprised by this because whenever AI came on the scene, I mean, it's been more than a year now, which is wild. So years ago, when AI came on the scene, Um, I really thought that it could change editing, but it really has not. Yeah, there are some great services like Descript and other great ways to use AI that I play around with that some of my students use. But overall, it's not like it has made editing audio that much faster, that much better Honestly, I see it as like there's pros and there's cons. So there's not a lot of editing updates that I have, which is great, right? Stick with the editing style that you probably are already doing, and that is probably still a really great service to your clients. Now, moving on to show notes, show notes are a little bit of a different story. So one thing that I see pretty consistently with podcast managers is that you may really enjoy editing, but show notes are not your strong suit. So if you are a podcast manager who just like, does not really like to write, uh, by the way, podcasters do not like to write at all. <laughs> so continue offering show notes because that is a, something podcasters are definitely looking for. But if you are not a strong writer, it takes you forever to write something that you think is good or it's just especially starting is difficult. Then using AI is something that I would highly recommend at this point. So I still don't use AI for show notes because I just have such a system and AI just slows me down, to be honest. But like I said, if you if you struggle to get started, you don't feel like you can get into it very easily, then AI can really be a good launching pad for you as you develop your show notes. So that's what I would recommend. One of my favorite AI tools for show notes and the one that my students really like the best, at least if I took a a poll. Is uh, Cast Magic. So if you haven't really dived into the AI world for show notes, then I would recommend checking out Cast Magic, um, so that you can you can start improving your show notes. But yeah, you know nowadays in twenty twenty four, you know I'm just seeing that the expectations out of show notes are a little bit higher. Honestly, not really from our clients, but from like each other. (laughs) It's like, okay, we're all kind of coming, you know, coming together and producing better show notes. And so I would recommend that to you. um, Use AI if you need to. The other part of show notes is should you offer a transcript? Before 2024, I did not think that transcripts were a necessity because, you know, clients, number one, don't always want that added price to the package. Like they are willing to throw it out. But then there's always this question of accessibility, right? Like, you know, we want to be accessible. We want to make it, we want to help our clients make their message as accessible as possible. So now that AI has come on the scene and getting a transcript is so easy. <laughs> now, it's not a great transcript most of the time, but it is a transcript. I kind of come under the belief that any transcript, providing any sort of transcript, to the audience is better than no transcript. So that's especially something that I'm, you know, changing about my show is offering a transcript. Like I said, I think even if it has some off words, you know, the AI didn't get it right. You don't, there's two options here. You can just release that one and say, you know, this is unedited, this is AI's best work for the transcript, or you can read through the whole thing and make adjustments. Uh, Some clients will, may want you to read through the whole thing and make adjustments. But other clients who maybe they're like, they don't care about the transcript at all. I really think it'd be a great standard practice in 2024 to offer that transcript, even if it's a, a B or a C plus level, you know, transcript. I think that that would still be a great idea, mainly for that accessibility reason. You know, you're probably hitting all of the nails on the head with SEO in your show notes. So uh, you don't really have to consider that for the transcript, in my opinion, but for the accessibility piece, I think it's a smart idea. I'd love to know your thoughts on the transcript, though. Okay, so editing, show notes. The next one that logically comes to me in my, my head is social graphics. How are we helping our clients promote their shows nowadays? You know, it all it all started with the promotional graphic of each episode, of saying, Hey, episode six is out. This is the topic. And it was a graphic that you'd make in Canva, you could update that template. Oh, it was such a beautiful process. That has pretty much ceased to make any impact on our clients you know, downloads and shows and social media followings and all of that. So I'm not saying you shouldn't do that because if the client likes to still post that type of graphic, go for it. But it's not moving the needle. And so I wouldn't lead your packages with, hey, I'll make you a promotional graphic for social. It's just it's not really doing anything. So what I would recommend is, number one, video is king. So if you have access to video, if your client records video, then definitely utilize that. You can still use Canva. But if they do not have video, which is the case for some of our clients, then you can also create quote graphics. Quote graphics have kind of have stuck around. They've taken their – they've morphed and they've changed and – But I think if you do not have any sort of video, then creating a quote graphic for the episode could be a good, it'd be better than the promotional graphic. So quote graphics, I think are still relevant. And then also audiograms. So if I had to put them in order of preferences of mine, what I would create for a client would be, video would be ideal. And then audiograms and quote graphics would probably come together. And then that promotional graphic would be the third option if I didn't have any of the other options so that's what i would recommend to really kind of up level your packages in 2024 when it comes to graphics okay so then the next piece is analytics and stats so if you are offering editing only packages which podcast managers will do in any package that you may offer i would highly recommend that you offer a monthly report on the stats and the at analytics of the show. So even if you're only offering editing, I would still recommend that you look at your client's downloads at the end of the month and give your professional feedback, even if you're on day 1 and you you don't have a lot of like feedback, right? Number 1, get together with other podcast managers and have these conversations so that you can have some thoughts. Uh, That's one of the things that we do weekly on our coaching calls inside of the podcast manager program. But the reason that I so highly recommend this is that when you are able to give your client feedback each month, you then put yourself in the perspective of being the go to on podcasting, being the expert on podcasting. When you're when you're editing, it's really easy to just be the editor and your client may actually look other places for coaching on their podcast. And sometimes that can that can stink because you're like, wait a second, I could have helped you with that. I could have done an audit. I could have given you that type of feedback. And instead, when you do this almost like a free analytics report, maybe right, it can you can wrap it in your package however you'd like. But. It'd be worth it for you to do it for free, honestly, because then you can still maintain a role on the team as the expert and you can have that type of conversation with your client. Maybe not every month. You know, they may just send it off to them and they don't really have any thoughts, but you can um, at least give them some feedback each month. Also, if you do have feedback on their recording setup or something that's going to improve the show um, and it's going to help your, you know, help improve your job too, you can also give it to them then. So it's just a really, it's a really great conversation to have. And so that's why I would recommend adding in analytics and a report like that in your packages, regardless of the level of package. And I've actually been saying that since day one, but I wanted to remind you or say for the first time on the podcast so that you can have, again, a really great service for your clients. Now, the last piece of your package that I want to talk about is guest management. Now, guest management really has not changed that much over the years. Different services have tried to make it easier to find guests or, uh, you know, to actually find the guests or to even send out, you know, mass emails um, to get in great co- connection with with different people that are connected to guests. Like just the whole process, they, you know, there's diff- different softwares that have tried to make it easier, but I just haven't found that it's been the quality that, I can produce that you can produce if you are manually researching shows and manually researching guests to come onto to your client's show. So no adjustments to guest management, especially when it comes to AI or, you know, making things faster. I think still the fastest way of landing really great guests is looking for those great guests manually and then sending them a, a custom email. That's from a template, but a custom email inviting them to be on the show. So some things change, some things don't, right? Sometimes the technology just doesn't make the process better. And if you are thinking, oh, gosh, this means I really need to look into AI, know that like you don't need to make AI a part-time job, right? Just tinker with it and see if it's making your process faster or making your end product better. You don't have to use AI for no reason, right? Right? It's not like you have to use AI to be relevant. (laughs) What matters is the end result for your client. And then for us, how much time and how much efficiency you can have so that you can work, you know, just the hours that you need to, no more, and still have the number of clients you want to have and so that you're able to hit that monthly income goal. One last update for you that I wanted to include on this episode, and that is sponsorship packages. That is becoming part kind of of our standard conversation for podcast management. But when it comes to helping your client land sponsorships, myself and my clients are still doing it messy. There really is not like a clear cut process here or a clear cut pricing. Like it's just different for each situation and each client. So this is something that's really a work in progress. But having those conversations with your clients and, you know, helping them to land sponsorships is a huge. Asset to them, and a lot of clients would love help with that. So, if my if you would like advice from me on that, is dive in, do it messy, help your client land those sponsorships. But yeah, it's not a it's not a clean process yet. Hopefully, we will see that happening in 2024. Let me know if you consider making some of these adjustments to your packages, and just let me know where you're at in the process of launching your business. I hope that this episode was well-timed for you and it doesn't leave you feeling like, oh my gosh, there's just so much that I need to learn there. I'm just, how am I ever going to become an expert? Let me remind you that there are podcast managers that started today and last month and six months ago and years ago, and we all have started, we've all have a day one, right? So don't let that intimidation stop you. So many of us have felt that feeling of, can I even do this? Like, is this even possible for me? I am a nurse. I'm a teacher. I'm a stay-at-home mom. I'm, you know, I, I work in, you know, was a French major. Like any one of us can really put our minds to this and learn this skill. So don't let a conversation like this, it's a little bit maybe more advanced, fool you into thinking that you are not cut out for this. So I would love to know where you personally are at in the process of launching and growing your business. Let me know over on Instagram or you can head over to YouTube and leave a comment below this video. All right, that is it for this episode. I will talk to you guys next week. I'm so glad that you joined me for this episode. Before you go, if you want to start making $5,000 a month without taking on a million clients, I have a special masterclass that is free just for you. Go get all the information. Grab your seat at laurenwrighton.com forward slash masterclass. And I'll see you there.